Hello and welcome to Ias Gablan, a bi-weekly podcast from four Latinx daughters. What I was going to say is that we needed the little DJ music the brum, 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 to intro us in. <laughs> the little the, sirens? Yeah, so that's one of my favorite noises that DJs make. But anyways, hello everybody. After... A long time of not hearing from us. We are back. Just in case y'all forgot, you know, y'all are listening to the Hijas Que Hablan podcast. And I'm Maria Jose. I am Brianna. And I'm Lenny. It's so When was the last time we actually recorded? I Sorry. I'm I think, like curious. I think it's been a month. I'm, I think it has been about a month. Yeah, it's been a long time. Was it like time. we're sorry? It's been a long time since I lived. <laughs> like so I don't know the rest. beginning yeah, of yeah. May, right? Beginning of May, right? Yeah, the beginning of May. Yeah. I think wow. we recorded the week before I went to Vegas, yeah. which yeah. was like May thirteenth. Yeah, that's very true. So yeah, it's been like a month exactly, almost. Yeah. Dang. Um, we apologize. I know. Life was life very much so. Life very was hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It yeah. But yes. Um. Hopefully, from here on out, we're we're good. We're congruent. We're like uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Consistent. I said congruent. I was like, hmm, yeah. Isn't that like something with geometry? Congruent. Yeah. yeah congruent. Like congruent yeah. sides. <laughs> Look at us remembering though. Look at that. Hey. I got like a 98 in geometry. I was I really like I math. I cried in geometry a lot. <laughs> geometry was like the one math that I like understood. Fair. It just I cried sense. a lot in that class. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Geometry um, and algebra too. <laughs> before we get into like updates and stuff, what are you drinking, Lenny? I am drinking a truly the citrus punch. Hmm. I have a video from a couple weeks ago, and I'm trashed, like, completely <laughs> on my ass trashed. Like, you can tell in the video, and I have one of those in my hand. I think it's the exact same flavor. Let me look up this video real quick. Um, I love that. Really, really fun night. It was, that video was probably taken, we left the club at two and then went to someone's house of that club. Okay. I mean, that video was probably taken around three or four in the morning. Um I'll send it to you when I find it, but yeah, that was a rough night. <laughs> Lots of fun, though. Um, Rhea, what are you not drinking? Well, I'm not drinking, but I'm doing something else. Gotcha. Maria's vibing. Her. Yeah, I'm vibing. She's vibing. <laughs> very much vibing yeah i very. am and we thought we thought that we would do like a little a little a, a little live review going on hold on I'm sure I'm oh look yeah how, you can look how yeah i'm trashed um i have one of those the the new simply spiked uh, lemonades. I have the strawberry flavor in front of me, and I haven't opened it yet because we thought we would do like a little, a little live review yeah, action. Yeah, we love the ASMR. A little ASMR moment. It's like, it's good, but it's like, and then someone told me about this that the strawberry one is like a hint of strawberry, but that the other flavors are like really strong. And this one is definitely 
a hint of strawberry. It tastes more like lemonade with something else. But it's good. I'll have to go buy me some. Definitely good. I like it a lot. Mm, it, it tastes like Mike's hard. Mm, okay. It tastes just like that. Uh, I fuck with it, though. Everybody was like, I saw it. Someone posted it on their Snapchat and was like, I'm looking for these. And then, of course, as soon as that happened, like, I saw it on everybody's. I saw it all over TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week later, I saw it, like, at Kroger. I was just, like, doing, like, normal grocery shopping. And I was like, hey, let me get a case real quick. Um, And then this was, like, a week ago because my whole household decided to get COVID. So I didn't want to, like, drink alone. So this is my first time trying it it's good i like it i will def- this is definitely a, a sit by the pool mm-hmm. uh, drink i see that i need to like pool. refreshing with all the flavors that they have this isn't sponsored by the way but but it could it be could but be. it could be it, could We're be. Open. it We're isn't open yet <laughs> we all did the, uh, the little face the little finger <laughs> thing the the little finger. I don't know what movement y'all know. I'll, I'll, if y'all want to hit us up. Yeah, if y'all want to hit us up. Just know, email us. Yeah, or hit us up on Instagram. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, or Insta. Shoot <laughs> us way. DM. We're open to all avenues exactly. of communication. Oh, I thought you were going to say income. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, not all avenues. There's some avenues that I would not travel on. Um. Fair. We do have. So what, what's going on? What we I do have boundaries. Yes. What would be y'all's boundaries? Like, where is where we draw the line on receiving income? Um. <laughs> y'all's faces. Sex work, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Not going there, but. I don't know because does like do feet pictures count as sex work? Because I would I would definitely do I that. I mean, people are getting aroused by them. That's why they're buying them most of the time. Like you're it's for correct. so for you're, I don't even draw the line at sex work then. I think that I like um, I don't know where the boundary is. Like actually, like having sex with people is where I would draw the line. Like if you have to touch me, that's a problem. You could look at me. You can. You know, tomato, tomato, you know, sex work, you know, whatever. whatever. But I, I, you can't touch me. Like, you could admire mm. me and give me money for that. You can. So, like, so we're all fans. on board with OnlyFans. Yeah, that would be, I guess, fine. I would. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming in strong. Good topic. Wow. Strong. <laughs> yes. So, someone sent me, um, like a little, I don't know, just like a little meme that was like a TikTok. Would you rather have a TikTok son or OnlyFans daughter? And I was like, I don't know. Those TikTok sons be kind of cringy, very you know? cringy, yeah. Very. And so I'm just like, honestly, I I I feel like it just kind of depends. Like, what are they doing on OnlyFans and what are they doing on TikTok? Mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. I feel like. Men more times than not are trash on TikTok if that's what they do. Yeah. 
I, that's what I said too. I was like, mm, I think I'm going yeah. OnlyFans daughter. Like, there's they'll literally be like, um, these thirty ad thirty tips for how to treat women, and it's like, oh hell no, like, yeah. and it's like this basic ass shit like, don't cheat. Uh, and I'm like, uh, not no duh, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Bare minimum, bare exactly. minimum. And they think that it's like revolutionary thought. Like they, oh they're that God. thought. Don't cheat exactly. on her, and she'll stay. No shit, bitch. Like Jesus. no fucking shit. So like, they're always so cringy to me that I'm just like, I could not. Yeah. I also, if I were to it. ever have children, I wouldn't want to have male children. Like, I just I could not deal with it. Like, if my son was I a don't shitty have person, brothers. Also, that yeah, and me and my sister. So I don't I don't even know what it's yes. like. Yes, me and my sister were talking about that because I feel like my sister has accepted that I'm not gonna have kids, but I'm like you mm-hmm. know like you're you're gonna have kids like you're the heterosexual of the two of us so like it's more likely you're gonna have children. Right. And she was just like, dude, what I've realized is like, I don't even know how to take care of a boy. And I'm just like, that's so true. Like, we've never had to take care of like little baby boys. So like, even the idea right. of like, if they're going to be circumcised or not, like how you take care of their penis. That is like, fi- oh, all yeah, of that. That's so like, crazy to me. You know what I mean? How do you even come up with that decision? Like, what? And how do you take care of it? Like, that can lead to infection exactly. easily. Exactly. You know? And I, I, like, I've changed my sister's diaper before. But it's because we, I, we have the, it's similar care. And it's like, I would not right. know what to do with it. And my mom wouldn't either. She you only had daughters. Talking, yeah. Hmm. Mm. If you, mm. <laughs> I don't think I ever have changed a baby boy's diaper. Lenny? No, I have a brother, but he, I he was, I was three when he was born. How do you do that? That's a great realization that I've never yeah. had before. I was a nanny, but like they were, they were, the, the youngest was like four. So they're potty trained, you know, like, so. So it wasn't, you didn't have to deal with those types of questions. No. Yeah. I have only taking care of girls. I used to babysit girls. Yeah, see, I've never have to babysit a little boy. I mean, I did nanny those boys for like a long time. It was like over a year, so and they're pretty close in age. And one was four, and like the other was like six. Oh wow, yeah, they were. Close. And I don't know. It was just a lot of like, a couple broken arms, lots of. Is that what you're supposed to be watching on YouTube? What were um, they watching? Oh dang. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how and talk about like an awkward conversation with their parents right oh. i was like um so so-and-so was watching this on um youtube today so i think it's time like y'all put some restrictions rental restrictions or something or youtube for kids or whatever that was and i was like um yeah and they were like so shocked and i was like yeah also like they're like always on their ipads and i don't know that that's like healthy healthy. (laughs) and so that was an awkward conversation to have with parents too because i'm like i was like they literally don't get off their ipads like they used to go outside and ever since you all got them ipads like 
I can't even get them to go to the bathroom sometimes. Like, oh, dang. Wow. Yeah, bro. They were pissing themselves because they were so into what they were doing on their iPad. Mm-mm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not how we're... I mean, I don't have kids, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. Dang. Not these little boys um, rather peeing on themselves. Mm, that's yeah, some commitment to whatever the fuck you're doing. But um anyways, what's going on with y'all? How's how's life? Um life is uh what's what's new with y'all? It's been a month, but I feel yeah. like a lot has probably gone down. Lenny, you had stories for it's us. It's been a month. Okay. Yeah, it has been a month. Okay. So does your story include problematic people? Could we call this problematic people? Oh yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Problematic people of the month. <laughs> the last one. So <laughs> um yeah. For my birthday, I went to Denver. When uh, was your birthday? My birthday was Cinco de Mayo. Um, literally, so I Wait worked. Wait a second. So then we haven't recorded since then. Shit. Fuck, we haven't recorded Jeez. since. How did that fall? Wow. My window's open. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> what's okay, in your room? Like, mm. <laughs> it's an... It's not October yet. I know. It's I was like, we can't be bringing up yet. the spooky right now, y'all. It's not time. It's not time. <laughs> um. So for my birthday, I went to Denver. Literally the day of my birthday, I went to work. I got off work at like 8.30. And then I went straight to go to the movies to go watch Doctor Strange. And then uh, Bad Bunny's album came out. And I hadn't packed that all um, Don't worry, we're so, gonna talk about that. <laughs> so I was listening to the album and packing, and my left the house at mood. like four a.m. Um, and I landed at like seven a.m. in Denver, no sleep whatsoever. That same night, we went out, Queen. and this is Damn. where shit goes down. <laughs> I need. I'm going to Denver at the end of next month, so I need places where Ooh. to hang out. Okay. Um. So. This is where shit goes to. Um, we went out. We went downtown. Uh, we went to... Who's we? Know. Who are you with? So it was with my friends. Um, so I went with my friends. We went to View House. And um, we were supposed to go bar hopping. That didn't happen. We just went to that one place. And we were drinking. And um, nobody heard this. Um, I just like heard my friend make this um, comment because these guys on the next table over were like talking to like started talking to them, but I was paying attention to the guy, so I would literally had no idea what was going on. Apparently, she had said something. Nobody heard, like genuinely, nobody heard her say this. But one of the guys on the other table had. I was talking to her, and then all out of nowhere, he said, your tits look nice. Her boyfriend was right beside her. <laughs> uh, but nobody heard it. Like, genuinely, nobody heard it. Oh, dang. Uh, so you heard it, or who heard it? I didn't hear it. It was only uh, my other friend who was next to me. Uh, and then sh- they told her to my friend that was across from me. So the only the only person that heard it was the girl, uh, my friend next to me. And they when they told her to let's call them. Um, yeah, I was about to say, can we give them names? <laughs> let's give them name. Let's call them um, Patricia. Oh, let's make up Patricia and Patricia and Nicole. 
Patricia and Nicole. So Patricia was sitting next to me. Nicole was in front of me. I need to write it down so I don't. <laughs> Nicole equals. <laughs> okay. So Patricia was sitting next to me and Nicole was sitting in front of me. These guys told Nicole and Patricia heard. Nobody fucking, nobody else heard. So Nicole's boyfriend was next to her, but we were all talking, so nobody heard it. She then made a comment about what the guy said. Again, nobody heard her because we were, like, talking. So then um, we were, I don't know what went down, like, literally, like, five minutes later. Uh, I honestly don't remember much, but I I do remember that um, she made a comment about it to her boyfriend and basically told her um would you do anything if like if you heard him if you heard him say that and he got like offended he's like why would you say that of course I would say something but I didn't know they said anything and I didn't hear you say anything um and so they started arguing uh which that uh if you hear this miss nicole you know who you are i'm so sorry i told her that um it didn't like i was fine no i went to the restroom and had a fucking panic attack (laughs) because they were arguing because uh, yeah like people with people screaming and like um arguing like it really like it triggers me and it was oh they were screaming they weren't they were just arguing and at some point it was just got like really um tense and so um, that made me really anxious because it just reminded me of my parents. And so um, mm-hmm. at some point, um, he got up and went to, to go talk to his friend. And then Nicole started crying. Patricia goes over and, like, starts to calm her down. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck do I do? I'm here fucking sitting here freaking the fuck out. But I, I can don't... see why she's upset though, because like something happened yeah. and nobody's like listening or no, catching what she's saying. For sure. Um, so at that point, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And mm-hmm. so they keep arguing the whole time. We were there. We were only supposed to be there for like 30 minutes for appetizers, some drinks. We were there for almost like two hours. Um, and so. Because after that, the mood was gone. After they started arguing, I literally, like, sobered up real quick. Um, I never understood that term. You know, we were like, oh, yeah, like, I never understood until then. I was like, shit. Like, literally, yeah, like. should be killing in your buzz, for sure. Um, so, that happened. And um, she went to the restroom. Nicole went to the restroom. And so, Patricia went to the restroom. I'm sitting there. And... Nicole's boyfriend, let's call him, let's call him Christian. I have to write it down, guys. It's okay. Uh, so, Christian, um, you know, he's, like, talking, and then... And he's like, I just, I didn't hear anything. And I just feel like everything's getting like, you know, out of hand and like, you know, and he's also apologizing because it's like my birthday and shit. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. So I end up going to the restroom 
and Nicole's crying her eyes out at this point and she's like but they're also like I think it's they're both kind of in like two very um different places in her life I think she Nicole's still kind of in like I want to go out I want to party I want to drink and Christian is more like uh not in that zone anymore and so they think there's some like clash when it comes to that Mm. so she was very upset about that and was like I just feel like um he's judging me and I feel like I can't be myself and stuff like that and when I get there and I'm like okay like I don't know what to do I don't like you know because I I see them and I talk to them um whenever I can but I don't really know also like what's going on because Mm. I'm in Texas yeah (laughs) and they're all in Denver so I just I feel like I can't really say anything because I don't want to say something and like you know because mm. I'm also like very like super like if it's not working now and I need to like break up yeah. so and I don't want to say fair, <laughs> you know that's fair, if though. it's <laughs> if you know if that, it, so, you know I'm very I'm very like the whole time this is this is happening I'm in my head I'm just like I would break up <laughs> I'm super, I don't know, like, I'm super, like, if it's, like, if you're in different places in your life, and if you're, like, feel like you can't be yourself, I would break up, but, uh, she, you know, I also think that, like, I mean, she's really in love with him, and they both really love each other, and... How long you know, have they been together? Uh, they've been friends for about a year, I think, and they've been together for, like, I think nine or ten months now mm-hmm. um so and they like they really don't want to make work they have a dog together and everything Aww. um but that was my birthday so then that's one part that sucks. so that's part a part b <laughs> um so that happens and at some point i'm Nicole and Christian go and talk talk it out and um, everybody then there's um, Patricia and what should we call him um, Tony <laughs> so Tony's also so Tony and the whole time Tony's very quiet the whole night so we're just like joking around here and there but I leave um they're like they're like hanging out whatever so i'm like hey i gotta go make a call real quick so i go to the restroom it's empty i start bawling my eyes out because i'm just like fuck like it's too much at that point for me yeah and so i end up calling alondra and like i'm crying and like freaking out and she talked she calms me down whatever it's like like midnight almost 1 a.m at this point i go back Andrea's a friend of the podcast she's been on a couple times she's been on she's bestie we love her um so i go back and because patricia calls me he's like hey where are you and i'm like oh i'm in the restroom i was just making a call she's like okay well we're still here so after that i go back and it's very tense between uh, Patricia and Tony. I'm like, what the fuck happened? They're fighting. Um, wow. Well, <laughs> well. So, 
back last year, last August. Apparently, um, Patricia has a boyfriend. Patricia and Tony got really close, all I'm going to say, really close on the trip last year. Okay, so this you can put in. So, um, Patricia and Tony got really close during our trip last year. So, when I come back, apparently, um, Nicole told me that uh, Tony called out Patricia because um, Patricia got engaged about... (gasps) What the fuck? What the fuck? This gets spicy. Patricia got engaged. Patricia got engaged about a month ago. Um, And so... Um... I don't know. I don't exactly know the details, so I don't want to say much about it. But apparently, I don't know who some either Patricia or Tony was. No, I think Tony was gonna kiss, wanted to kiss Patricia. Patricia said no. Um, but kept flirting with Tony, and so Tony called Patricia out while I was gone, and that's why it was very intense on that in that table. So that's that happened. Um, so that's like on my birthday. There's a lot of messiness going on. I know. <laughs> that's on my birthday, guys. Oh, on the day that I leave, which is Monday, um, we, Patricia, not Patricia, Nicole, um, comes home from work and I'm like, we're about to leave, whatever, I'm finishing up packing. And then I hear... Um, I just, Patricia apparently called Nicole in the morning and like shit went down between Patricia and her fiance, um, because, um, she started feeling guilty over everything and she told her fiance like everything. And so he was pissed and her fiance called Nicole telling her like, well, you should, you should have, with the second this started happening, you should have kicked Tony out of the group, blah, 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 and blaming everything on Nicole. And Nicole was like, hold up, I can't do that. I'm not responsible for either of their actions. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna kick him out, you know? Um, so, yeah, so he's, like, upset, and she's, like, trying to figure everything out and basically saying that like she thinks that she has feelings for Tony and like but she really like loves her fiance and whatever um so yeah that's wild I feel like I have something to say for a second and then that took a turn I think I I like she wants to be Polly and he was like fuck no Oh. How do we feel and about so, polyamorous relationships? Have how we do we feel about, about polyamorous relationships? No, I don't think we I don't, have. I don't think so. This is entering the same topic. I think everybody needs to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. But you can't push people into doing that, yeah. you know? Because I feel like some people are just so in love with other people that they'll just do yeah whatever. Yeah. That's a lot of communication. I personally could not 
yeah. I don't think I could either. I don't think I'm emotionally mature enough to be able to Correct. handle a polyamorous relationship. Correct. I think Correct. that my relationship towards love has evolved and I realized that like a partner isn't the sole place that I receive love from. So I feel like that shift was enough for me because I'm just like we don't need to be the only people that are showing each other love, right? But I think mm-hmm. that also with like polyamory, I think that like like you said, Brie, like people have to be honest. Cause I feel that like if you spring it on a partner midway through a relationship and you had no if and you had knowledge of this prior to entering into a relationship with somebody I feel like it's kind of like deceitful to the point of like manipulation because yeah like, because then you're then you're 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 in so deep yeah. you know? and you're sure. like wow I either end this relationship with this person or I try this out yep. mm-hmm. and yeah and it's just wild because it's just like like you're right like at that point like if this was me, at least I think about the ways in which, like, if I'm so in love with you, then, like, you, you're you right. Like, I'm going to, to some f- way, feel forced to be like, well, as long as you stay with me, as long as I'm right. one of your partners, like, it's fine. Um, I have a, another question. Yeah. What about um open relationships? Mm. I'm curious. Mm. I don't know. No, couldn't do that either. I feel like it's I the same thing to actually I don't know if I could maybe no yeah no I feel like like you were saying Maria that is something like you tell someone when y'all start yeah. dating you're like just so you know I'm into this mm-hmm. just so you know this is how I operate yeah. you know like because if not damn yeah no that's awful I mean that that kind of sucks to spring that onto somebody yeah yeah Especially somebody you're engaged to. Yeah, because I feel like it would be different if y'all were still just dating. Or if, like, y'all were still getting, like, you know, like, whatever. But, like, you're engaged to somebody. Like, you're expected to share a whole life with somebody. And then all of a sudden, this person's like, well, you know this vision that we had where we're just going to be the two of us? That might not be that. Right, like. (laughs) What if we threw somebody else in there? Right, because I think that, like. The difference between what I see between, like, polyamory and, like, open relationships is that, like, like, with the open relationship, like, y'all both come to a place in y'all's relationship where y'all want to introduce new people, you know? But it seems more of, like, a a mutual decision, um, like, an equal power in decision-making, but, like, in that scenario that we described, like, if you know you're poly and then you spring it on your partner after your partner's, like, madly in love with you, I feel like that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Because your partner didn't have that choice of being, like, well, I'm okay with this or I'm not okay with this. That's wild. And then, like, personally, like, okay, so if, if someone sprung that on me, like, oh, you know, I'd be into that. I'd be like, well, then, am I not, like, fulfilling, like, everything that I'm supposed to be fulfilling, like, as your partner? And then say, you know, we decide that we're not going to do that. I'm going to feel like that whole time, like, you're not 
getting what you want out of this relationship. You know, like, I'm going to feel like shit. And then, right, you're right. And then that leads to, like, well, let's try it, even though that's not really what I want. But I love the fuck out of you, so. Relationship, um, at least for me, it's like relationships are hard enough just with one person. Like, that's why I also say that, like, I'm not emotionally mature to have multiple people. Same. Like, what the fuck? Like, if you're poly, you need to tell us how y'all make that work because. If you're poly, come on the podcast. Oh, or if you're in an open relationship, come on the podcast. I'm very curious about how I have, that works. I have a lot of questions. And, yeah. Um, okay. So then um, Nicole also told me a story. Tell. which i think was very bizarre wait are you so I'm you're using this. their real name so we're not putting this on the podcast right oh this i don't care if this one this okay, one okay. no okay well don't say their name say it with her code name oh no her code name was oh, okay nicole. that's those are real <laughs> okay nicole nicole, <laughs> <laughs> nicole, nicole uh, told me something that i found very bizarre there's this group um, that there's just this study group at church that apparently this one guy started dating, uh, hooking up and dating all of the girls in the group and nobody fucking knew, bro. That's some, um, John Tucker must die shit. Yeah, nobody knew. Which, I don't understand how they didn't, none of them knew. Like, I wonder, like, what? I'm so confused how, like, None of like, the girls knew they were dating the same guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when she, yeah, she was like, that was very bizarre. You know, like, talk to people? I don't know. That's weird. That's yeah. weird. That's weird. What are the people, yeah, she like, told me that called, like, sister wives? Like, are they sister wives? Like, is that what sister wives? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of <laughs> sister wives, I just watched on Netflix. It's called Sweet, Pray, Obey or something like oh that. Sister, and it's about, about today, actually. Oh, my God. It's about this, like, this section of the Mormon church that, like, broke off. And they're called the Fundamental something something latter-day saints and how they have like multiple wives i'm telling you like most of them have two to three wives and then the like leader the prophet Mm -hmm. that's what they call him at one point had like 65 wives or some shit 65 and then yes 65 wives and then it got i mean what the fuck (laughs) and then it got hella problematic because um some of them are child bribes bribes <laughs> bribes but there was like 14 year olds uh-uh. getting married oh god uh-uh. no yeah i don't understand how any religion can see that as something that's allowable like do whatever you want but like y'all need to leave children out of this Especially because, like, child brides are such, like, um, I feel like it's more common than we think. And, like, yeah, I don't know. That's just, like, so wild. Because I've seen that in, like, other religions, too, where people are, like, yeah. And it's always the leader, too, that has the, like, 65 wives. And you're, like, what the fuck? Like... And I think that, I don't know if it was the Mormon church or if it was another church, but I've seen a documentary where, like, 
women were like i wanted to be his wife because of the reputation he had in the church like it's an honor to be like the leader's wife and i'm like the fuck like uh uh-uh, uh could not be me i'm too much of a jealous bitch to be one out of 65 and if i am one of 65 i better be one out of 65 and then the other bitches follow me <laughs> number right one. right i better not be number two number 64 hell no nah. like i better be the first one bitch <laughs> like you better have no miles on your ass before i get there like no i better be the first wife that's just wild that's did y'all so hear wild. about that um on tiktok that one like uh mormon like group of girls or whatever from utah that like hooked up with like their husbands or whatever do you ever hear about that so um i'll send the tiktoks but apparently like this group of um girls who like they're all tiktokers and they make content together whatever they're all mormon mormon yeah they it's okay. in Utah and they like apparently like slept with um like there were swingers I don't know bro but they like I was about to be like are they swingers yes other, I it yeah. did they're like they're like a tick they're like a, a like a TikTok group uh similar to like you know how there's like um blogging groups yeah. on YouTube and they all like hang out with each other okay same concept but they're on YouTube and they were swingers. And then, like, somebody hooked up with someone else's husband without letting the mm-hmm. wife know. And that's, like, that's a big no-no. Oh, that's, like, shit. considered cheating. So then, it yeah, it, like, I don't know all the details, but, yeah, I know what you're Could talking about. Could y'all do the swinger situation? No. And I feel Again, like it's... not emotionally prepared to do and that. And I just feel like it's weirder because, either. like, either aren't those people your friends? Like, don't you know them Sometimes. To sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. There, I know there's, like, swinger parties or, like... There's, like, um, clubs you can go yeah. to that are, like... Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. I think it's weird if these people are your friends. Like... I would never imagine hooking up with any of my friends' partners. Like, that would be weird. And then, like, continuously hanging out with them, knowing that, oh. like, that would that would be very strange. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That would be I very strange that. to me. Mm-mm. That's wild. I feel like I would get very jealous because it's then, like, oh, because you, you still want to, like, still hook up with that person. It's, like, you know, like there's some attraction here and i don't feel comfortable with that has anybody seen that show the ultimatum i think i've heard of it can somebody explain the premise of that show because isn't it similarly like people get paired off with like a different partner so there's 10 i think there was five couples so a total of like 10 people right And what happens is someone in one of the partners initiated an ultimatum that was basically like, marry me or get engaged with me or we're breaking up. So this happened within five couples. So then they all come together in this agreement that basically they're going to date other people within this show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So then it's it's kind of an intense show. And it's the same um, creators of Love is Blind. Nicholas Shea and his wife uh, host it too. And um, 
so then they, yes, then they decide that they're all going to start dating, right? And it kind of sucks because, like, if you issue, a lot of the people who issued the ultimatum are completely in love with their partners, right? And so, yeah, it sucks. So they're, like, completely in love with their partners and are basically, like, at the point where, like, I love you so much, you know, let's get married. And if you don't want to get married, and man, the shit some people said, like, the people who were given the ultimatum, the shit they said about their partners sometimes. One girl was like, he's just kind of annoying sometimes. Do you know what... If Eric ever called me annoying, do you know how, like... Like... Yeah. Yes, bro. And there was one girl, she issued the ultimatum. And then they were like, well, what do you love about him? And she was like, I don't want to answer that. What the fuck? I would break up. Yes, bro. I would break up. So... So then, yes. So then they all start dating each other and decide that they're going to move in with one person from the show and they live with them. Um, and some people get married at the end and some people don't and there's a lot of breakups, but it is juicy and it is like... Mm. This sounds like a lot of... My thing is like, if you're at the point where you have to issue an ultimatum, yeah. like marry me or break up, you probably need to break right. up, right? Most likely. Yeah, because if you're setting those types of expectations, like, it's just, like, it, if this person, like, if it didn't come out of them to propose to you, you just need to keep it moving. Yeah, like, then, then that's not it. Because <laughs> if they wanted to, they would have, or they would have had they a would. conversation if they with wanted you about to, it, you know? Like, dang. Like, and the, these shows, I feel like, are always just messy because everybody has a, has a view into what the fuck is happening. So it's just like, dang. But yeah, I don't know why that show came to mind. Cause I'm just, cause like, you're willingly entering into this thing where you're where seeing, you yeah, you're you're people. dating other people, yes. But then also like, you're making it permissible for your partner to date other people right. too. And so it's just like, and you are seeing who they're going on dates with and shit. I can't do that. Yeah, no. I am very insecure for that. <laughs> I am way too insecure for that. <laughs> I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, I need to read up um, on this anxious, preoccupied attachment shit, because... It's the fact oh. that the three of us got it, I bro. know. <laughs> okay. So, I went down a rabbit hole at work yesterday, uh-huh. and um, this is just how this all came to me. I discovered attachment styles which is something i've heard before but Mm -hmm. i've never looked into i didn't know what kind of attachment styles they were um and of course immediately when i read the types i i i immediately knew which one i was (laughs) without having to take a fucking quiz the quiz told me nothing you know you were not surprised basically there's yeah no, no no there was no surprises there's like four different attachment styles um, this is basically how you act within your relationships, not just romantic relationships, but like your relationships with your parents, your relationship with your friends, um, but mostly your romantic relationships. And there's um, anxious, preoccupied attachment style. There's uh, secure, obviously, which is like the ideal, like you're cool in a relationship and everything's fine. <laughs> 
And then there's like avoidant and then there was like disorganized, which is like a mix of anxious and avoidant. And avoidant is basically like you avoid relationships. Mm. And then anxious was obviously like you want relationships, but you're, <laughs> you have a lot of anxiety and insecurity about mm. them. And then disorganized was like a mix of the two. So we all took the quiz yesterday and we all got the same one, which is anxious yeah. attachment style. Um, how, how was that freak to me? It was like, okay, so I've always known that I'm like clingy, mm. right? Like I've always known myself to be like kind of clingy in relationships. Um, I love attention. I know Maria, you've said this before yeah. too. I I love attention. Um, that sounds so bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I love attention. Um, and I have a lot of insecurities about being in relationships. And man, that was um. By chance, Maria, did you did you talk to your partner yeah, about your I was supposed attachment to, style? I was supposed to send it to them, but then they were reading this mm-hmm. little blurb, and they're like, oh, yeah, we – because it was also just, like, attachment styles and then, like, some of the ways you navigate through that, like, in a relationship. And Malika was just like, oh, this is how we deal with some of these things. Like, yeah, and I was like, dang, not that – I've been read to fucking filth. But honestly, like, I was surprised, not surprised, I guess, but yes, surprised. Because um, I feel that, like, sometimes I'm a little avoidant, too. Like, I really love, like, attention, and Malika's really good at, like, giving it to me. But also, like, if I have shit going on, like, I'm going to be like, you need to leave me alone. Like, so... Is is weird because at times I'm just like, don't talk to me or like, I don't need this right now. Like, I need to be about myself. So it's interesting that it wasn't like some sort of mix between avoidant too. Mix. Yeah, some like characteristics of like anxious attachment style are like, you you worry about like how your partner reacts to like you in arguments. Like, you're worried that every argument like leads to a breakup or something like that and then there was like um what else why am i drawing a blank i have (laughs) screenshots on my phone hold on yeah i didn't get the little pdf because i didn't want to put my email in i was being lazy i didn't either and then i saw that it like it gives you like a graph oh shit yeah and then i was like oh i actually want that information um, so then I said it. Okay, so um, she you often may feel that you're sick. less than others. You self-sacrifice and put others' needs first. I do that a lot. Mm. You struggle with single periods or being alone. You fear rejection and criticism. I do fear rejection. And any kind of form of disapproval from your partner, Mm. which I resonate with, like, kind of a lot. Like, I, like, I'm so quick to fix things. Mm. Mm. 
you may struggle in decision making and then otherwise and instead rely on your partner to do so you may act clingy or needy um and you'll like cancel plans to spend cancel other plans to like spend time with your partner i don't really See, do that yeah but. i don't have some of those like i feel like i'm very much the type of person that's just like i like that me and malika are like individuals like and then we also like we i have a long distance relationship so i also feel like it's different but i don't think yeah. that, i don't think i've ever considered myself like a clingy person though like i do yeah i'm like i consider myself clingy also like oh i read something also like inconsistency like freaks you out that definitely i, I resonate with that a lot but um <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of, like, eye-opening because I've always known that I'm, like, I was, like, like that. But I didn't know that there was, like, a language or, like, a whole-ass theory that it's, like, based on. Yeah. And basically it all stems from your relationships with your parents or your caregivers uh, within, like, the first 18 months of your life. Um, So that was, like, news to me. And I was, like, "Mm, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Dang. Unfortunately. Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Pain. <laughs> no, not in. So, pain. um, there's a quiz you can take. Just search up attachment styles, and you can find out which attachment style you are. Um, it was kind of eye-opening. And now I've been like reading all about it, and I'm like, full fuck. How do I become secure? <laughs> You're like, how do I get there? <laughs> how do I do that? I don't know if I'll keep this in because I sent it to my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and. He got secure, and I was like, how do you, like, in my head, I couldn't even, because I was like, okay, so what is someone who's secure, how would they answer this question? And so I was so confused. I was like, how does even anybody even score secure on this, like, quiz? And then he got secure, and I was like, oh, which is, like, kind of like, which was kind of like, oh, so I'm the one with the issues. (laughs) I'm good. I was like, okay, I am the problem. Got it. Um, <laughs> um, that was that was an interesting moment yesterday. He was really good about it, though. He was like, "Well, what's something I could do differently?" And I was like, "Oh, oh." Do you think that he does have a secure attachment to you? Yeah, I do. So we know he wasn't lying on this quiz. <laughs> no, I don't think he fibbed. I don't think he cheated the quiz. Nah. Yeah. He's just so, like, secure in general. Mm. Like, not even within a relationship, just with, like, himself. Mm. I don't know what that's like. You yeah, know? I know what that's like. I don't well, know I mean, what that's like. What's that like, like guys? What's that like? I know. Please tell. Please tell damn because um, maybe that's, that's like a man yeah thing. that's what i was gonna you know say I, mean? I feel like it's easier for men to have that sense of security yeah. of self because like i don't know like at least i think like for myself especially being like from a mexican household like everything and anything i did was always up for debate and for question like whether i was being the correct type of woman or not like so I feel like there was always these, like, expectations of, like, who I could or could not be. Or even, like, 
the expectations that you know like we couldn't do things or we had to be like adopt sort of like negative characteristics because like I feel that like like a lot of my insecurities come from like my relationship with my mom and it's just like I don't think that that was my mom's intention but she was thought like taught to have a lot of those like insecurities with herself or even like the thoughts of like you can't do certain things because you're a woman ideologies like so I feel like it is like a man thing yeah I feel like that makes a lot more sense um so how do I get to that point basically (laughs) yeah like how do I get there it's a lot of shit we have to work um, through before we could get to that, you know. Right, and so like I was, I'm like I, I'm very proactive. Well, I was being proactive at the moment because I was like, I need to fix this shit. I want to learn how to deal with it. And so, um, in my hands are two self help books. Uh, I love that. I love that. Um, because I was just like, that's um, Loki. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. So there's this, that. like, yeah. so, like, when we look at theory, there's this concept um, that was created that's called penis envy. And so it's this idea that, like, um, and it was used to problematically justify lesbianism or to think through lesbianism. But it's this idea that, like, there exists some sort of rivalry between men and women and like this rivalry happens or this tension happens because like women always desire to be penis holders right um and so like there's a lot of problems with the way that it's conceptualized and it stems out of some problematic white men But I think that, like, not to say that they're right, but I think that it's hard to live in a society where, like, women's rights in all aspect of the word are always in the forefront for debate on whether we are deserving of them or not. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just on the basis of that, like, men don't have to think about whether or not rights are going to be taken away because, like men is like the quote-unquote standard or like the norm right so like when we think about people in america right the idea is like a man and it's just like to be a woman right roe v wade is going to be overturned right and that's going to impact a lot of women particularly low income and women of color and it's like even before that like you have so many issues that are uniquely, I feel like, lived by women that men don't even have to think about doing, right? I think about little things like when you were like, oh, well, when I go to the club, like, my male cousin always comes with me because of safety reasons. Or there's been a lot of talk like on TikTok where women are just like, I have to think about the way that I reject men because I'm scared that if I reject them, violence is going to happen towards me. And it's just like, that's not even to complicate it even more when we think about sexuality or when we think about whether this person is trans or cis, right? But it's just like, it's like so 
difficult on so many aspects to exist as a woman in this country particularly and especially in texas or like conservative states that i'm just like of course i'm jealous or even i think that for me it's like angry that it's just like why is it that i have to think about all this fucking shit while men just get to do whatever the fuck they want and we don't think about it or we don't they don't have to worry about it because even this whole abortion conversation i'm just like it's much easier for you to force men to have vasectomies than that's just reversible than for you to require women to not have access to reproductive health like what like what like that doesn't make sense to me or like even how like viagra is like covered under most insurance plans but we have to pay for pads or tampons every month birth control isn't always guaranteed under your insurance and depend you know like so i'm like what the fuck i don't choose to bleed for however many times or like i didn't choose a lot of these things and it's just like lawmakers think it's something that we just like it's like oh we're gonna like reprimand you for having these things that you have no control over and it's like this does not make sense this is like it doesn't it does not make sense in like all capacities but it's just like i think this country is so rooted on this idea that like men are at the core so anybody outside of that core like are always second thought but yet always super hyper visible because something about women's rights is always part of the conversation especially recently like people need to mind the business that is their own so Mm. have we talked about roe v wade on the podcast we have that shit still got me heated i think that was our last episode Mm. that we recorded I'm like, mm. yeah, that shit's. And then, like, with this whole thing with the, um, you know how like the the people that caused the insurrection, that was happening. Like the that trial has been going on, and there was debate because like, people were just like, oh yeah, there's gonna be no criminal proceeding, but we're like, wait, we haven't we haven't agreed to that yet, like. That hasn't been established. And even this thing that happened recently where, like, the white supremacist group was caught, like, going to, like, a Pride event. And I was just, like, I was talking to this about Kimberly yesterday. The Patriot Front or some shit like that. Yeah, some fucking shit like that. A white supremacist group. I'm just, like, isn't it always customary that when, like, police arrest you that they remove any coverings to your face and to your hands so that they could book you? But it's just, like, all of these bitches were fucking kneeling, but they still had gloves on and they still had their fucking masks off. So I'm just, like, why is the mask still on? Like, Republicans have been fucking anti-mask this whole fucking pandemic this whole fucking (laughs) pandemic like y'all bitches didn't want to fucking wear a mask didn't know how to fucking like didn't want to wear them didn't know how to wear them and all of a sudden this white supremacist groups loves the idea of face coverings i'm just like that's so fucking interesting and it's so fucking interesting and i think about and this makes me so scared about life like 
people who think like have like white supremacist ideologies are not always gonna be like oh like you're gonna be a super racist person they're the fucking doctors and the dentist and the teachers so i'm just like of course you don't want people to fucking know who you are because you would fucking lose your job like identify yourselves like if you are that proud to be a proud boy you're a white supremacist identify Mm -hmm. yourself but you know what you're not gonna do it because you know you're fucking wrong that's my tangent for today sorry it'd be making me heated and then let's not even start talking about white women and white supremacist groups because they are also the main culprits i feel like white women always get erased when we think about racism but they are the main enablers but that's a rant for another day i don't know why i got so riled up i don't know it just happened it happened it happens yeah Mm. so on that note we're gonna close (laughs) cries pause um we didn't even make it to what we said this um, episode was going to be about, which was Break breakups. Um, we might do that some other time. We can do it next time. Yeah, we can do it next yeah, time. Yeah, we can do it next time. we talked about attachments today. And then right, we can talk right, about... Right. Preview, you guys. A little preview. Yeah. A little taste. We'll talk about... What do we want to end Sample. on? Um, let's do Rex. We haven't oh, done Rex haven't in a minute. Rex in a what are y'all watching? Oh, we also maybe like Rex... Reading whatever you want whether show or book or whatever and then maybe like your favorite song on bad bunny's album oh yes because yes. we were wanting to talk we have not talked or about we can bad talk bunny's about the album, album and then do rigs i'm um a fan of um i recently i love um like shitty um like medical um shows not necessarily shitty and um but like medical shows i say they're shitty because like okay so i i work in healthcare education so like you see the inconsistencies on these shows and that's why i call them shitty i started recently started watching chicago med which is on netflix and it's been so entertaining <laughs> um while i was like self-quarantining even though i did not actually get covid um which is good. I already had it in de- in yeah in December, so I feel like that kind of saved me. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get it this time around, but I was you know self quarantining yeah. in case I did end up getting it, and I didn't want to give it to anybody. So I just watched Chicago Med. Um, this whole time, what else did I watch? Oh, I started The Boys on Amazon. Mm. My boyfriend recommended it to me. That's a pretty good show. It's about, like, corrupt superheroes. So that was pretty good. Um, I just, well, I haven't gotten through it, but I'm still watching it. Mm. Books. What am I reading right now? I just finished Verity by Colleen Hoover. Mm. Um, She does a lot of romance novels, Mm. and Verity is, like, one of her, like, suspense, like, um thrillers mm-hmm. and has a really good twist it's really good it does have a lot of sex scenes um so if you're into that cool if you're not maybe skip it but that one was pretty mm-hmm. good the other book i read recently was um last house on needless street mm-hmm. if you were a horror or thriller um 
fan as far as like reading goes, you're definitely gonna like it. You should definitely read it. I haven't been doing as much reading as I would have liked. But I've watched like a couple of things. Like I watched this movie called Old. I don't know if you have watched it. I've seen Old. It was pretty entertaining. It wasn't like a scary movie or even a It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, And I really like him because he was on Hereditary, right? That's his name? Yeah. I think so. And uh, he also did... um... What is it? The one where the person has DID and they oh, oh. kidnap people? That's his movie, too. Oh. But I really, um, really like Hereditary, so I gave this movie a shot. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite movies. Same. I've watched it like a lot of times, and so I gave it a shot. It was entertaining. It's definitely not Hereditary quality movie. Right. Um, would not call it horror either. No, I don't even think it's really a thriller. Mm. Mm. You could, yeah. I guess you could call it a psych thriller, yeah. maybe. I guess, yeah. Um, but it was it was a good movie. Um, I was entertained. Um, I like the storyline, so that was nice. I watched this documentary called Our Father, which I don't know if y'all have watched. I watched that yes. too while I was in quarantine. That, was, that shit was crazy. It was wild. So the premise of this documentary is that in like this random small suburby area, um, apparently infertility was an issue for a lot of men in the area. So women were seeking like sperm donors and so these women got these sperm donors all through this doctor because this doctor had really good reviews on like his probability of like with his like IVF treatment and all this other stuff that he was like women were getting pregnant and he was helping them so what ended up being what their kids discovered was that there was one soul sperm donor throughout this entire thing and it was the fucking doctor and so like women were just like well in order for him to have like used a life sample at that time like he literally would have had to have like masturbated in his office come in and inseminate the women so there was like a lot of conversation of like what are the ethics of this like is it considered a sexual crime right and so the courts ultimately ruled that it wasn't right but i feel like that's also like an interesting conversation to have because like literally like you like me and my sister started watching it and then we're like what what is the number that you think that this is gonna go up to and i'm like 54 kids like yeah i'm gonna say 54 55 no that shit was like a hundred Oh he was at like ninety four and counting at the end of like their the production. Yep. and mind you that these are also like it's a small community of people. Oh yeah, <gasps> so then they have to worry about like dating their half siblings or their kids dating their cousins, yep. basically. Because it's such a small community. Like one of the sisters, she's just like our kids, like my half sisters and ours, like my kids 
have been playing in the same softball team for like years and we've been sisters and like so like now you having to have that conversation with your kids of like you gotta make sure that's, that's your not cousin. your cousin like that's some shit right there so basically you have to be like super open with your parents about like who you're dating because it could potentially be your your cousin dead ass because imagine a hundred and you have multiple kids right like those people went on to have multiple kids you know and like and they all sort of look the same and also like it was really weird because like they were reenacting like a scene where they met up with this man and this man had a fucking journal dude like writing everybody's names and profession and like how old you were like like your prizes like the cattle prize like how how much you know like he like he was collecting these bitches like pokemon cards like where are you at how successful were you like what the fuck it was so like wild to me and apparently he's not the first nor the last doctor who has done this because me and my sister looked it up and there's like other doctors who have far bigger like kid count than him and then this all happened through like ancestry.com or whatever like they all mm-hmm. did their dna testing and so like that's why it was like 94 and counting because like siblings keep coming up which is Yikes. freaking wild yeah yeah it was it was a while definitely check it out it was def- it was interesting i was like what the fuck these poor people yeah that's something i recently watched too. can you imagine being a dad and finding out that your your kid is not your yeah. kid like biologically mm-hmm. that's sad that's super sad and it caused a lot like some of the, like it was really like a traumatic event for a lot of these siblings yeah I bet. it's like who are who am i right Oh, and then there was, like, a, I feel like maybe we're just retelling the whole thing. But then there was, like, a thing where, like, they found out that he was part of a Facebook group that, like, was, yes. like, kind of promoting, like, the perfect Aryan race. Which is, like, white supremacist ideologies. Right. Like, the perfecting the race, promoting the white race ideologies. And, like, the documentary didn't explore that much on that. But that's just kind of suspicious. Yeah. Like, it is super. But it's good. Y'all should go watch it or just mm-hmm. ask us questions because we can tell it to you again. <laughs> we can tell you the rest of the gaps. <laughs> but it was good. I feel like we went over. Um, I have to go to bed soon, so I'm not going to be able to record that's fine. for another 30 minutes. That's okay. <laughs> we'll have to record again. Next Lenny, week. what are your recs? But, um, Lenny, what are your recs? Um, I've just been rewatching You Girl. Oh, such a, um, a feel good show. Oh, I also started rewatching uh, Community with my sister. Ooh. I did not realize how, like, you know, problematic some of the things. Oh, hell like, you yeah. know, I've never seen Community. I mean, I know who's in it, and I know like I was the like, premise. But... Whoa! <laughs> it's like I feel like it's a good show, but it's also one of those shows that you have to be like, oh, oh, sometimes. Yeah, but like. Um. Yeah. What else? Yeah, I think that's it. Community and you, girl. Um. Lots of fan fiction and lots of music. That's all I do with my life. <laughs> yeah. I love that though. 
well guys that is gonna be it from us as always thank you so much for listening continue to um or continue to listen support listen support check us out on our our um all, all our socials at Ijas Unidas on everything. Ijas.unidas at gmail.com if you want to yes, shoot yes, us yes. an email. Um, Remember to share us with your friends. Thanks so much for being patient yes. with us. Um, we're happy to be back. We are happy. happy I'm happy back. that we're doing this again, yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. But okay, guys. That's okay. it from us. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Stay safe. Very safe, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>